Oh yeah, everybody. Welcome to another year, another season of the EMP Draft. I am so excited. <laughs> and I am your host with the most. I, th- I feel like nobody says that anymore. So I'm your host with the most, Daniel Gutierrez at DGutierrez84 on Twitter. I now have my own show. You can hear it on Twitter and on, on Spotify and on Anchor. And, but I'm also every Monday live with the Coin Boys on Mob Crush through their through a streaming system they partnered with us on the coin so it was pretty cool so now i have my own show and i'm getting i'm getting pretty proud of it it's getting uh, better and better every week uh let me know what you guys think what i should uh, let me know if you guys want me to talk about anything on the show i have a national audience now pretty crazy or actually an international audience um with that being said that's how great i am but i call him the yang to my ying yohani is right on the line with me what's up yohani What's up? What's up? It's a new year and it's going to be so much fun. And you know what? You always throw out your Twitter handle. I have a Twitter handle too. Do it. Johan24. Do you use your Twitter? Uh, yes, for NFL and. But you use it to read. You don't actually write. No, no, I don't write. See, I, I write read. all the time on Twitter. But hey, <clears throat> yeah, Johan24, yeah, I will be following you just for no reason. Thank you. Not the numbers, just. T-W-O-F-O-U-R. Well, thank you for saying that because that's really freaking confusing. <laughs> You're welcome. But uh, how have you been? How have you been since since our vote? Uh, you know what? I've been very good. I've been very anxious. I can't wait for this draft. I've been mocking pretty much every single day. And mocking from a month ago to right now is completely different, especially with you know the big news from this past weekend with Andrew Luck retiring, Lamar Miller tearing his ACL, and among other things. Um, I just want Saturday to get here so I know who my team is so that way I can start talking smack to everybody so I can win the EMP and take it from Juan. <laughs> uh, that's going to be very difficult because Juan is like the cat with nine lives. Somehow he pulls it out of his ass and survives. Um, but good for him. Um, first off, uh, do I want to recap the pre-draft? Let's, I know we have a breakdown, but I don't think we, we talked about this particular thing. Actually, you know what? I'll wait. I know when we could talk about the, my, my my number one complaint about Saturday, and I think you know what it is, but we'll get to that in a moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we will definitely get to that in a moment. Uh, I'm actually doing that right now. Yeah, but the one thing that I that I um, think is very interesting about this draft is that your first round is risky, no almost no matter who you choose. There are so many people out there that should be going first round that people are like, should I even take them? Am I going to pass on them? So on and so forth. There's so many injuries, contact, contract disputes, people holding out, people just not wanting to show up, people retiring suddenly. Uh, it's a minefield out there. So um, I figure right now, well, we'll get to that. Actually, we'll get to that later. That's another thing we'll get to. So let's for right now, let's go over the amendments that we just passed on the on uh, on the last meeting that we had. Uh, some of the big ones. The first one is the new platform, Sleeper. How are you feeling about it? You know what? I'm loving it. I keep reading on Twitter that people love it, but that we still have a couple skeptical people, skeptical owners in our league that are still more of a wait and see, but not being afforded that, throwing into the fire. Well, um, I'm happy about it. I know the vote went, I think it was 67%. Well, I'll tell you what, I voted no, and I'll tell you why. Okay. I wanted to vote yes, <coughs> but you wouldn't shut the fuck up. So. <laughs> 
Do you know how much this... information there is to be so you guys can be convinced? It was so. Well, here's the thing. I think I you already had the vote, and we were trying to tell you you already had the vote, <laughs> and you wouldn't shut the fuck up. So then I voted no. But it still passed anyways, and uh, I'm fa- I'm really happy with it. I obviously I'm a fan of the fantasy footballers. That's why I'm doing this podcast, uh, and we hear about Sleeper all the time. I've been using Sleeper since we started the league because it does give us notes and stuff like that. So it was an easy yes for me, really. So you just did it out of spite. Yes. Yeah. You wouldn't shut the fuck up. Uh, did I say Good. that before? I'm I'm okay with that. Okay. Um, however, what are the cool things that you like? Is there anything in particular you like from the platform? The mock draft. Absolutely, one hundred percent. The mock draft. The fact that that you know you had the 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 kindness to prepare a mock draft, share it with everybody with your predictions, um, which I, I I agree with, and we're going to be talking about um, momentarily. But uh, that mock draft is pretty pretty sweet because beforehand I didn't. It was like a it was it was work to mock draft. It was it was difficult to find the time to do so. So um, sleeper now is I've done I've done far more mock drafts than I've ever done the entire time I've been playing fantasy football. You're a fantasy footballer expert now, so yes. congratulations. Yes, thank you, thank you. Uh, so, uh, but outside of that, you know, I will say I am upset for a few things. It's not user friendly. It's very difficult to bring down the chat window, grab the chat window, stuff like that. It doesn't do it instinctively. Like I'll press it and then it'll, something else will pop up and stuff like that. So it's it's um it's got a little bit of ways to go, but there's more positives than negatives. I feel for the sleeper app. I like it. So there you go. Uh, another one that we're going into is the common sense rule that I love. <laughs> I so love oh I. so much. Do you though? I do. I this is one of the ones that I. I when I was hoping that JC would do it, he finally did it. There's a lot of stuff that we always have. Um, controversial that we have to abide by the rules verbatim when you don't have to if things come up we can you can make an executive order take an executive action and, and boom and we've seen it a few times obviously a lot of them are going against me that's yes. the whole point of all it all of them 100 percent, actually <laughs> has no, has there been no. one against anybody else that you can think of have what has there been one against anyone else that you can think of uh i'm sure there's been a lot i i don't know there count. hasn't it's just you. I don't, that's okay. Just you. Uh, so good job, JC, on your common sense rule. Uh, keep keep on keeping on. <laughs> um, and it's great because sometimes we do need an answer right away. But when we don't need an answer right away, he can always defer to next season. Simple as that. Um, the other one is we can't keep somebody from the first three rounds. How do you feel about that one? I'm perfectly okay with that. I wanted to extend it to... You can't keep undrafted players, um, so that way it can be much tougher to keep a player. I, um, I'll say I'm this. actually, mm-hmm. for next year, I am leaning now towards getting rid of the keeper. And let me tell you why. I see all these drafts that are happening, especially from this past Saturday, that people were involved. And so many players, A, so many players are available because of the keeper, 14 to be exact. B, the strategy completely changes because now you have all these players available you have more um leeway i guess if you can say that um yeah, there's, to, there's to less of, no, when, the, the word you're looking for is, so the words that you're looking for is there's less of a challenge that's what you're trying to say there's, no 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 it's 100 percent what you're trying to say no it's more because this is now a challenge now i'm not i'm not for no, or against the keeper as of right now I'm, I'm more for than i am against it 
I like having a keeper because it adds a little bit more, you know, it has a little bit more strategery, as George W. would say, um, to it. You you have you have to strategize a bit more. It's a little bit more complicated. You can't you have to predict a few things within the first few rounds now, which to me I love chess. That's chess. You gotta have have your moves in advance, ready to go. And I completely agree. I have actually told German many times that you know we have all these players available in all these other leagues, but when it comes to ours, it's literally a beast in its own. You have to take into account that, okay, this player's not here. Juju's not here anymore. And Nick Chubb is not here anymore. And we have less players and less running. We have six running backs that are being kept this season. That's six less. And, yeah, it's a chess game. It's it's fun. I love it. But but if we have all the players available, it's, it makes it more easy. I don't, don't want to say fun. No, it's, it's easy. It's easier. <clears throat> it's like playing slop at pool. Sorry, German. Daniel's right. It is actually easier. <laughs> so there you go. Um, but I will say I'm up to hear arguments for not for 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 amending the undrafted player keeper. Um, it was suggested on the fantasy footballers that we give uh, if you draft if you keep somebody who was undrafted, then you go for the ADP, the average draft position, and give them like one or two rounds below that. So, yeah, no. So that's a possibility, no. but I mean, I, I also don't mind, you know, if you found, if you found that diamond in the rough, Hey man, you get a free 15th rounder next year. You found that diamond. Congrats for you. So there's, there's, there's arguments in for or against. So I'm willing to hear both sides on that. Um, next one, the belt. We got the belt. I hated this idea. Did you vote no? I, I did vote no, and I still hate this idea because now I have to pay an extra twenty bucks. So uh, there's monetary that. issues. Oh, it's always monetary issue. Duh. <laughs> Wait uh, till I'm I win this Daniel. year, then we have to go to Vegas. <clears throat> uh, yeah, no, it's not going to happen. Uh, basically, that was why I I was trying to do that whole uh, was it the whole idea of capping the uh, the amount <laughs> it would cost for the for the for that game to pick the draft positions and stuff like that. Nah, I'm out, sir. I'm out. Um, I actually like it because it's it's together with the trophy. Oh, the I mean, listen, the truth one. is if I didn't have to pay 20 bucks, I'd love the idea. <laughs> okay. it, it's a great thing, but still the 20 bucks, man. Um, but anyways, it's all good, whatever. Uh, you know, I just won't feed my daughter for 17 <laughs> days because that's my budget. <laughs> Anyways, uh, sorry, Robin. Congrats, yeah, poor Robin. Uh, but congrats on the on the belt. It was it is a nice belt. It does look great. It does look fun. Uh, I would love to own it. Yes, all those things. So good on you. Um, anything else about the belt, sir? Uh, no, it's looking very beautiful. Um, I can't wait to put it around my waist after this season. So there you go. Uh, next is the division breakdown we we decided our divisions i for me i'm in the city i believe for the first time ever Uh, i have been valley valley for the past two uh, years this is the second time i was in the valley i have to go back now before before i came in did you guys have city and valley as well uh we didn't have we did have for one season you came in in 2016 right uh this is my third year with the league yes so you were the part of the first season prior to that what did you guys have uh just a straight 12 team league oh really no divisions yeah yeah because when you came in we extended it to 14 
Oh, okay. You yeah, we had that success. whole, uh, I didn't want 14 teams, you, everybody else did, and I lost, and I'm glad I lost. Yes, you better be glad you lost, damn it. So let's go ahead and go through, uh, let's start with the City Division first. All right, City Division, we have Luchadores Güeros, <clears throat> who came in second place, right behind the champ. But also won Chico the year Vikings, prior. Who's, say that again? But they also won the year prior to that. They did win prior to that, so... Uh, he's the second team to do that behind Bukis. Bukis had won in 2014 and then went to the finals in 2015 and lost to Prestige Worldwide. There you go. <clears throat> now, and then second, Techno Vikings coming into the second season. Uh, Los Bukis, he hasn't made the playoffs since 2015. Matadors, second season as well. And coming off a 3-10 and 10 season, his inaugural season. Red Robins. Thank you, too. Off of yes. your first winning season. How's that feel? It feels great. Um, you know, I, I I wanted to play good. I thought we played good. We went out there, decided to play good, and I think we did good. So, good. <laughs> continuing on. And then we have uh, Prestige in your division as well, the 2015 champ. Mm-hmm. And Carbon Jixer, a little side note for Carbon Jixer. Since he entered the league in 2014, he has never missed the playoffs so if we were a betting man i want to say he's going to make the playoffs this year again so that means there's three more spots available yeah because his draft was not that great and he still did it so um another man with nine lives comes out of playoffs he's a savvy guy i don't know how he does it he remember he drafted last year um wide receiver tight end tight end quarterback quarterback and didn't draft running backs till later i was shocked he didn't draft three kickers i was really i was like this draft was crazy but good for him uh good for you boo uh so that's the that's the seven in the city division okay and and there's two so there's two champions in this division which means that there's three in the next uh no there's three champions in this division there's three champions in the in the city division In the city division, Luchadores, Bukis, and Prestige oh, Worldwide. There is so there's three. So there's three and three, right? Three and two. Oh, okay. So the Valley Division has two. Yeah, uh, just there in the Valley Division, we have the two-time champion. Okay. So who is in the Valley? Let's break down the Valley. The Valley Division, yours truly, Los Mineros, coming off of his worst season in franchise history at three and ten, and the Diva Champ, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, Haminators. A deserved Diva uh, champ. But yes, Haminators. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, remember, if you listen to the fantasy football I did today, it's. Um, I texted out today. What did I say? Investing in the future. I invested in the future. I did not tank. You tanked. Nice try. <laughs> uh, I, I listened to it too. You tanked. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> uh, Haminators, the original, the inaugural 2013 champ. And then next with him is Broncos Empire. Campos, you need to pick it up. Next up is our two-time champion, Foot Clan, and host of this year down in Anaheim. The other Valley contender is Show Me Your TDs, Ricky, along with Ala Mierdas and Raiders and Robbers. Now, uh, I think this is the toughest division right it's, here. They had the, they had the probably... Some of the highest scoring teams of last year, most of the highest scoring teams of last year, and and then a tanker. So yeah, <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty difficult. Minus one, a um, uh, lot of uh, <laughs> playoff yeah contenders and an investor. Correct. 
And an investor. Sure. That's a good, good way to do it. <laughs> investor and pitchers. Um, the, the, so that division, yeah, the, both divisions got, got their good, but sh- show me your TDs. What's going on with, I, I have not been able to focus on the chat. I'm missing something. So Ricky, is, does he have a co-owner? Does he not have a co-owner? Is he, is he picking what, what the hell's going on with that? So this is hot off the press. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, my guy will not be able to make it. Okay. Um, his IOU came through today, and he has to switch days. Um, so Ricky will come in, as he posted on the chat, from 11 a.m. when the draft starts. And once 2 p.m. comes around, wherever the draft is at, he's going to have to leave us, abandon his team, abandon his fan base, Abandon his city, his club, his everything. I mean, who does that? For what reason? He's gonna, uh, no, no good particular reason. <sighs> My God. Show me your TDs and sadness. Um, yeah. And so Masimenos, the Mas, is going to take over his draft. Now, here's my pitch for the Menos. We haven't seen it in a while. You should ask him. <laughs> so let's possibly bring in the Menos. Uh, as well. uh, why don't you post that on the chat right now? Sure, we'll see. But he's working. I know he. I know the menace is already working. Yeah, he so. does. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> it's nice to uh, Caesar, shout out to Caesar. You. Shout out to Caesar. Um, all right. So who? Um, who is your being in the valley? Sorry, yeah, being in the valley. Who are is your biggest? Who are you eyeing in terms of biggest competition? Is it uh, two time champ or is it someone else? No, it's definitely the two time champ. Um, you got to give respect and credit and where it's due and you know what he knows how to he knows how to play the game he knows how to make moves um he knows how to stay afloat um i will never count him out i'm in another one i'm very curious if he can replicate this raiders and robbers he almost broke the 2000 point mark last season he was on fire and can he replicate that if he does that's going to be a runaway division for him um, and that means there's going to be only two spots left to make the playoffs for one, two, two playoff contenders that were in there last year. And then obviously yours truly, who I know I'm going to make the playoffs, which leaves one left. Wow. Who's going to make it? Wow. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say, let's see. I don't know. Haminators. Why not? <laughs> Actually, Ricky's auto drafting probably after a certain point, so it's probably going to be him with his auto draft. Uh, and they do it well for some reason. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Um, all right. So for me, uh, nobody looks at Luda. Zero people. I feel it's not that nobody looks at Luda. Everybody looks at Luda, but like he looks so innocent that you're like ah. Uh, but then, but then he just like knives you, knives you right in the balls. Do you know he's an assassin? Who is? Luda. He's an assassin? Yeah. See? I believe let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Since 2016, he is 10 and 3, 10 and 3, 9 and 4. In those three seasons, he's a champion and he lost in the finals. And his overall record since 2013, because he was one of the original members before he left in 2014, his overall record is 42 and 24, the best in the league. That guy is a silent assassin. He is uh, Benicio de Toro from Sicario, where he just creeps up on you and then you're dead. That's what he does. Man, that's just insane. That's insanity. Uh, 
And then Prestige, obviously always a good contender. Uh, Bookies, obviously always talk no. about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and we just mentioned Carby Gixers. Um, I don't know. It's looking, it's looking pretty interesting. Uh, I don't know where I land in this running. Uh, last year, I felt pretty good about my chances going into the playoffs. This year, I don't. I, I feel like I'm gonna. It's gonna be a big fight for me. It's gonna be a very, 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 very big fight. So I think I'm looking to save myself from the diva this year. We shall see what happens. Although I feel like my knowledge has has grown, but I am playing against some chess masters. So we'll see what happens. Um, anything else you want to say about this division breakdown? Oh, uh, no, that's it. Then. Alrighty then. We're moving on. Uh, so let's go ahead and go over the potential keeper for each team very quickly. Let's break it down. Uh, who do you have up first? All right. Let's begin this. Uh, Raiders and Robbers, the okay. number one overall pick. Um, I think he's going to go with Nick Chubb. Uh, if he doesn't, no I would be very surprised. Yeah, there's no reason that he'd not pick Nick Chubb. Um, he's currently projected to go in some of the mocks without the keepers late first round or middle or early to middle second round. Um, he's he's definitely picking Nick Chubb. What do you think? Uh, I, I That's who I would absolutely say. Um, I mean, nobody else really. Although Duke Johnson is now a pretty good contender. But yeah, but he's still going to be picked in the sixth round or later. No matter what, uh, I understand. Yeah. Possibly. So I, I don't so know. So the best value is... Be- absolute best value Nick is Nick Chubb. Chubb. Yeah. So that's why, I mean, I, I'm just saying possibly Duke Johnson, but not really. Nick Chubb is probably his number one his number one bet. Um, I think that I, I, it would be crazy not to go with Nick Chubb. Uh, who's up next? Techno Vikings. This one is a tough one. Um I think his best player to keep is um, James White. But he might throw us a curveball. He might go for a trade right before the season, right before the draft starts. I don't think he will. I really don't think he will. No? Uh, No, but... uh, Kenny Galladay in the 14th round? Kenny Galladay, is he... I think that's... I would go with Kenny Galladay. Uh, I would go Kenny Galladay because he's a 14th rounder 14th as opposed rounder. to James Brown being a 7th rounder. Yeah. Um, but the rumblings that I'm hearing from you know my sources are that he's going James White. Uh, that's another running back off the market, and he is uh, a PPR machine. All uh, right. As we noticed last year, he's always averaging a high amount of targets out of the back, backfield from Tom Brady. So um, I don't think you can go wrong with either or. Okay. Uh, I would do Kenny Galladay, but James White, obviously running backs are scarce. Running backs are injury prone. I could see the running back situation. That's fine. Who's up next, sir? Next up is Prestige Worldwide. And this one's a no-brainer. He's going with James Conner in the 13th round. Um, if he goes otherwise, he already traded away on Johnson. Yeah. Um, so if he goes otherwise, shame on him. But he's going James Conner, 13th round, no-brainer. Yeah, I have nothing else to say. I mean, if he doesn't, fool! <laughs> so like, fool! Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's up next? Uh, with the fourth pick, Luchadores Gueros, he traded for this guy. He gave up a draft pick. Carry on, Johnson. He's going to get him in the fourth round. 
That's it? Done, or is yeah. it the fifth round? Oh, no, it's the fifth round. Good uh, for him. Yeah, so there you go. Yep, I agree. Got nothing else to say about that one. What's next? Matadors with the fifth pick. Um, he's got a couple options. Uh, I think he's going to keep Damian Williams, but he's been trying hard to get rid of him for some draft picks. Um, it's a great value. He's going in the second round. He's paying a 15th round price for it. Um, but other con- possibilities that he might do is Tyler Boyd, who went undrafted, another 15th rounder. Um, I think that's it. Maybe uh, Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson's a sixth round pick, so I doubt it. What about Vance McDonald in the 15th? Uh, you know what? Vance McDonald's been talked a lot this year as a potential breakout tight end. I can see both, actually. I really can see both. Vance McDonald or Damian Williams. Yeah, I mean, you're either, it's, they're both 15th round picks at this point. You can, um, I guess the, the running back would be a better, definitely a better value, but... Vance well, McDonald's, tight ends are hard to find. That's that. That's why. And you get that one in the 15th, you're set. You don't even have to worry about any even getting a backup at that point because at that point you could just you could just uh just every week pick a new one. What am I? What is that technique called? Why am I losing it? Stream. There we go. All right. <laughs> uh, who you got next? All right. With the sixth pick is uh, Broncos Empire. Um. He doesn't have anybody else but Robert Woods. Yeah, he even said it uh, drunkenly out loud at the party. Hey, we're around his Robert Woods. <laughs> did he say that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think he's going Robert Woods. <laughs> okay. And that's a great pick for a fifth rounder. He's going right now late second, early third round. I don't know. Case um, Keenum in the 14th, man. <laughs> well, man. Yeah. I mean, no, I'd do it. I know you would. <laughs> You're a jerk. <laughs> How dare you recommend that? All right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Robert there Woods was basically. talks of him keeping uh, Tyreek Tyree Cohen in the seventh round, but that wouldn't be a bad he's idea. Gonna, he's not gonna do it. I guess no, but Tyreek is basically going in the seventh. So, eh. all right, yes, Robert Woods in the fifth. Who do you have after? Uh, with the seventh pick is Los Mineros. All right, sir. That's that's this guy. Yes. Um, I don't know who I'm gonna pick. Liar. Uh, I'm very. I'm very torn right now. Uh-huh. Um, Aaron Jones in the 10th. Uh-huh. Darius Geis, who was undrafted, who's looking really good now, finally in preseason. Um, DJ Moore in the 11th round. I will um, say, you do got some trading options, actually. I mean, I'm throwing it out there. I'm letting everybody know, hey, DJ Moore is available for trade. Because He's you have a few driver. that you could keep if somebody wanted something else and wanted to give you something nice. Darius Geis, he's a 15th round. He's undrafted. He's going right now in the late fourth, early fifth. He's a 15th rounder, guys. Make an offer. Aaron Jones. No, I'm going to keep Aaron Jones. Probably you're going to. I mean, that's that would be a number one. But, like, you don't have, like, if you if you did end up trading for whatever reason, you do have some good backups, I would say. I do. I do. I can't complain. Uh, so, excellent. Well, and the, after, after you, sir, is? Uh, Carbon Jigsaw. All right. And he traded. He did another smart move. He traded for Juju Smith-Schuster. Yep, it's gonna be his. And he's good. It's a great. What round does he get, Juju? Fourth round. That's oh gosh, that's a I huge one. He's a first rounder right now. That too. is that was a good trade. He's good at that. That's I will say Malibu's pretty good at that. Minus the whole uh, Dak Prescott thing. Not, not Dak. Who am I thinking of? 
Houston Oilers. Uh, did I say Houston Oilers? Oh my god. Oh wow. Houston Texans. Good for you. Ooh. Houston Texans uh um quarterback. Uh that was a fun one. Uh <laughs> <laughs> who uh who do we have next? Show me your TDs. This one is just got interesting. Yes. Um all signs indicated Eric Ebron in the 13th round. Yep. Latest uh latest news says uh, otherwise now, you know? Yeah. Um who's he going to keep now? Is he still going to keep Eric Ebron? Uh, will he go after Chris Carson? Will he keep Brandon Cooks? Um, Chris Carson is a third rounder. Brandon Cooks is a fourth rounder. Yeah. Um, if you were to choose, uh, I would go with Brandon Cooks in the fourth round just because it's a better value. And he's going in the late second, early third right now. Yeah, I would also um, do Brandon Cooks right now. Um, but if he decides to keep uh, Eric Ebron, does he trust Jacoby Brissett? Brissett might do well. Who knows? We do. <laughs> we, we know. We know uh, who's gonna if he's gonna do well. Uh, so yeah, I mean, he's got. He has to rethink his strategy. I'm gonna uh, basically. He's probably gonna keep Brandon Cooks or Chris Carson. Uh, would you risk Derrick Henry in the third? I don't think so. But who he knows? He loves Derrick Henry. I know he, he might does. Derrick Henry too in the third. Uh, who knows? But there you go. He's got plenty of options actually. So he's in good position. You no, know, just uh, keep just... Eric. Keep Eric. <laughs> just keep Eric. My, our recommendation is keep Eric. All right, who do you have after? Show me your TDs. Uh, Alamierdas, uh, another one. He's deciding to keep undrafted Baker Mayfield in the 15th round. Uh, Yeah, that's. And he said it too. He announced it. And then when I started posting it, he's like, oh, uh, never mind. I don't know. No, it's. No, that's, you do know. There's, if he doesn't keep Baker Mayfield. I think that's a dumb move. You you get such value. It's no, I mean, he he does, but like, but that's such such just really really good value. You have a number like a, a a high, a high scoring quarterback in the fifteenth. That's great, and you don't even have to worry about it. No, that's true. So you should you keep Doug Baldwin in the fourth. That's what I think. Or his defense. Uh, <laughs> who knows? All right, who do you have after? All right, with the eleventh pick. That will be Jermaine Los Bukis Gallegos, and he's going to keep Hunter Henry in the 15th round. Um, he thought about Deonta Foreman for a while, and then Foreman just got traded. And so, for sure, he's picking Hunter Henry. Well, whoever he keeps is going to be so low, <laughs> basically, yeah. unless he kept Cooper Cup. Uh, but Hunter Henry, that actually is not too bad of a, of a choice. So, um, there you go. I, I know your son doesn't really like it, but... He'll 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 have a say later. All right, yeah. who's who's next? He he just woke up from his nap, so that's why he's a little poor guy. He's a little grumpy, but that's okay. Uh, with the twelfth round, with the twelfth pick, well, it's not even Haminator. That's Matadors again. Look at that guy, lucky guy, right? Oh, really? Yeah, he, but he doesn't Matadors get it. But, has, but let's go with the keeper with for who we think. All right. Haminators. Well, Haminators has decided to keep. Oh my goodness! There we go. Oh, that's right. He made the trade, traded away his first round pick for Patrick Mahomes, and that's a great value. Some of these people are picking Patrick Mahomes in the first round. Yeah. And he's getting one for a twelfth round. Bank. Wow. So good for him. Yep. Can't complain on that one. Good on Haminators. After Haminators, who do we got? Thirteenth pick. That is you. Yeah. I'm leaning towards Marquise. 
Um, Go for it. A, 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 dick. Um, so no, we have. So uh, originally, my honest to goodness plan was to keep Gus Edwards because I had hoped that he was going to be better than he is now. Um, I don't. He just hasn't performed very well for me, so I'm not too sure. Obviously, uh, the number one, in my opinion, would be Stefan Diggs. Um, but I don't know. I think I'm just so disappointed with my keeper's choices. That's all. Just hey, uh, moving on. Darius Geis is available. Yeah, not worth it for me. <laughs> not worth it for whatever it is that you're asking for. Not worth it. Not enough. I haven't even asked for anything. Well, I know saying. what you're going to ask for, so we're good. Nah, it's cool. Throw out offers. Uh, what do you think of this? Is honestly one that I was thinking of just for fun. Uh, Quincy Anunua. Uh, he's in, coming off an injury in the fifteenth. I know that in the past he actually did like Anunua before he went he went down. Um, it would be a huge be, risk. It's a huge risk, but it's high risk, high reward with that guy. It's it's going to be him and Robbie Anderson. I don't know of any other. So I don't think anybody. I don't see. So here's my, my my here's my guess. I don't think anybody will draft Quincy Anunua at all the entire time, which is why I'm not even looking at him for the most part. But he was another. He was another reason why I trade for him. I really liked him at the beginning, but then he just kind of crapped himself. So, oh well. Uh, moving on to the last one, we have Foot Clan, and we already know who he's keeping. Uh, our favorite. Yes, the number yeah, so. one tight end in our hearts. He is the number one tight end in our hearts and in the league and forever. So, yeah. Now, how are you feeling about Garoppolo, sir? Uh, you know what? <sighs> Let me collect my thoughts. Yeah, a moment of silence a little bit? or what's... Yeah. No, no, no. It's not a moment of silence. It's actually <laughs> the opposite. Um, everybody made a big deal about his fighting receptions in practice. We're talking about practice here. Talking about practice. Mm-hmm. Peyton Madden said it best one time. He said, I use practice to see if I can do things that obviously I won't do in the game. And if I can do it in practice, then I can put it in the game. Richard Sherman says it all the time. I use practice to refine my work. Hey, can I do this? Can I do that? You're going to get interceptions. You're going to get burned. Things like that. Elite players use practice to test out the waters. The first preseason of the season, or his first preseason, um, had 10 snaps, all right? Let's count it with our fingers, 10. 10. Okay, he's had 10 starts. It's co- He's coming off an ACL injury. It's going to take time. It's going to be okay. The Niners will be fine. And he showed it against the Chiefs in those 30-plus plays that he had. So, And 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 as a Niner lover, uh, you and I, you're, you know, I, I see you as a brother in that way. So which is why I need to tell you, you sound like a flat earther who just does not want to see the truth <laughs> at all. Uh, did you see the game? I, I saw the game. I, I did, but, I mean, it's not good. That was a preseason game. Like, he should be, like, that should be free, yeah, clean, clear. It's going to take time. So it scares me. I need Big Dick Nick ASAP. <laughs> um, so moving what on. Is it BDM? Yeah. Good old BDM. Um, and with that said, Alrighty then. Now uh, let's move on to just the draft day. What are we? Uh, what are what are you feeling in terms of pitchers here? Um, I'm feeling a little uh, mix of uh, 
uh, aged milk. Okay. With a side of uh, Cerbertonis. Uh, maybe. maybe some Hershey's chocolate. Um, what else has been thrown out there? Uh, pure filth. Well, what kind? Of, what do you mean by pure filth? <laughs> uh, pure filth? Eggs, maybe like some little pop off of eggs. Oof. Yolk. Oof. My biggest fear is that it's going to be a hot day. That's the only thing. So there's several things wrong. Uh, several things that that I that I'm in fear of. Uh, now, as much as I want to see you get drenched, we are going to be indoors. All right. No, but that's going to happen outdoors. That's going to happen outdoors. You're going to be indoors with all of us. We got to smell your ass. <laughs> all right so we need yeah. to we need to really really consider what we're gonna do here also i mean i i'm assuming you're gonna get rinsed off i mean i got i got rinsed off um i'm gonna get hosed down yeah hose down whatever I, either way but you know the smell smell doesn't necessarily fully leave so <laughs> uh that's what sucks and then and then i'm not gonna be drunk if i was drunk <laughs> Uh, so here's, here's what we're going to say is, uh, next amendment, future, uh, drafts have to be in a wet area, not dry area. <laughs> oh, do you have any tips? My next proposal, my next proposal, but, uh, we, uh, but anyways, be sure to bring your water flasks, guys, stay hydrated for the, for <laughs> wink, the wink. Yes, exactly. All right. Um, but do you have any tips? Do I have any tips for you on what, to, here's the thing. Uh, there's nothing you can do. There really is not. I wish I could tell you there was a there was a tip. I mean, bring your goggles. I I, I would I I hope you get to bring your goggles. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to find them. Do what you have to do to to do your thing and protect yourself. Um, the draft itself wasn't awful after I got rinsed off, but it still felt crappy until I got home. I will say that <laughs> it still felt pretty bad. Uh, so good luck. There it really is nothing I can tell you other than wear goggles and, I don't know, shave your head. It was easy because I'm bald. You got hair. Yeah. Oh, man. And I still have a full set of hair, too. Yes. Ish. I've seen oh, it. Lordy. <laughs> so, oh, Lordy. So th that's all I can tell you. Um, now, who are you worried about drafting in the first round, sir? Um, it's not that I'm worried. It's just I don't know how it's going to shape out because of um, – Lots of unsigned players. Is anybody going to pick up? Like, who is anybody going to draft Ezekiel Elliott? Are they, is he going to go in the first round? Is he going to go early in the first round? Will he fall? If he comes to me, do I want to draft him? I do want to draft him, but is it worth it? Um, there's a lot of things. I don't, I don't know. Well, I can tell Isaac is worried. So uh, he's a little worried right now. Yeah. Definitely, I'm not because I have the thirteenth round, thirteenth uh, round pick or the thirteenth pick of, of the first round. Um, I feel if any of those people fall to me, it's a value. I'll probably take them. Um, Do you have anyone in mind? Not, not really. I have tears. I have my tears, but like, I, uh, you know, it's obvious who's first round. It's obvious who who should be taken in the first round. But again, there's so many contract disputes, so many injuries, so many questions that we don't know. We just don't know. Yeah, so we have to be um, careful. I do want to point out a few things. Uh, when Carbon gets his eighth pick, he's a he might surprise us. I'm wondering if he's going to take Todd Gurley with the eighth pick. Will he go with his heart, or or will he pick uh, the best available? 
I hope he picks Todd Gurley. <laughs> I hope so too. <laughs> I really hope he picks Todd Gurley. You have no clue how much I hope that <laughs> happens. So and then uh, with the tw- with the fourteenth pick is Hamanator is going to go with Antonio Brown. You know. Uh, no. And wait, he gets a fourteenth. He's got the fourteenth. Yeah, he's got uh, Juan's fourteenth pick. Oh, okay. Hmm, good question then. And then Matadors. I'm very interested in what he's going to get with the fifth pick and with the with the twelfth pick. Is he going to stack up on running backs or he, or wide receivers or what is he going to do? He's a smart man. I think we, I think uh, whatever he chooses to do, uh, I'd be very very scared of. <laughs> whatever those decisions are. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a very interesting first round. I think this year is probably the most interesting of all the, of all the times I've I've drafted, just because there there's a lot more to the game now than there has been in the past years. So we have to definitely take a look at a lot of different things. But it's going to be a fun draft. We're going to have a good time, and we're going to get drunk and or high depending on the situation. Um, so Do you want to talk about that? No beer is allowed. Bring your water no flasks. Alcohol, bring your water flasks. That's all I can say. Uh, no, we we're bringing sodas, right? Yeah, yeah, we wink. I can mix some water with sodas. Okay, <laughs> so we're good to go. Uh, anything else you want to say before we peace out for the day? That's it. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to the EMP podcast. Uh, we will see you all on Saturday, and I hope everybody's there the whole time, beginning to end. Thank you. Peace, everybody.